Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Life with Chris and Tatum. We are so glad you guys are joining us. Chris and I are the pastors of Life Fellowship Church here in McKinney, Texas. And we always love this time when we get to hang out with y'all and just uh, talk about what God's doing in our life, what he's teaching us, how we're growing, something we've learned, maybe tell a fun story. It's going to be good. And be a little goofy, but also learn and grow and we are excited to add value to you today. Now, here's the thing. If you are listening to this, do us a favor and rate our pod, this podcast and give us a five star. <laughs> Only rate it if you give yeah, a Yeah, if you score. do one star, go, go, go somewhere else and do that. <laughs> Please don't do that, okay? Um, and uh, share this with your friends. It, today is going to be really exciting. Why don't you tell us, babe? Tell them. So we're going to be wanna... talking about success stabilizers. Because everybody wants to be successful. Yeah. Many of you will. No, And that's my hope. Listen, I love it when my friends win. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we love doing in this podcast is really helping um, leaders like you, whether you're, whether you're a mom, a dad, or a business leader, or a student, but you are a leader. You are influencing somebody yes, you are. to continue to advance and grow and impact other people. And we want to add value to you and, and your calling. And, really, and, and we expect you to take this and to apply it to your life and be better, make a difference, make a difference. But the fact is that you will find success in your life. And the thing is that when success comes, when you don't have some stabilizers in your life, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a car that gets out of alignment. The whole thing. Yeah. When one tire is it not balanced, everything it starts like out. shaking. Yeah. And it can actually add, lead to some massive, um, Problems. Problems, accidents. So when you don't have a stabilizer, when you're successful, you get weird. <laughs> yeah. I've met weird. I've met a lot or, of weird people that are successful. Kilter. Yeah. So success without a stabilizer is going to ruin you. And so the reality is, is that very, uh, it, it doesn't happen very, rarely does, d- does, um, do we learn from success. Success is a horrible teacher. Yeah. We actually learn from failure. Mm-hmm. That's where we actually mm-hmm. really learn how to be a better person, a leader, a At Christ anything, follower. When you're better when you when you fall down and get back up. I love this little quote. Won't, won't you read that there? You gotta show it to me, okay. baby. I Reflection can't see it. turns. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Experience into insight. Evaluated experience is the best teacher. Evaluated. Yeah reflecting on, yep, the experience. Man, when we think about it, spend some time reflecting. Yeah, because listen, that's a good. everybody teacher. looks good in good times. Yeah. It's in the bad times that you actually find out what you're made of. Remember Jesus, he told the story of the two houses. One was built on sand, one was built on, mm-hmm, on the rock. Mm-hmm. Both of them look great when the sun's out yeah. and the, the birds are flying and it's just a beautiful, just a shiny whimsical day. day. Yeah. But when the storms come... That's when you find the difference between the two yes, homes. Yes, the foundation. What's it? What really builds on? It's so true. And so we don't want you to fall flat because right? of success. You have to have some things to balance out your 
success. <laughs> you need, <laughs> some, you need some stabilizers. <laughs> so, I mean, here's the, here's the reality is, w- would you rather be comfortable with people that you know rather than people, uh, or, or rather than comfortable with people that you should be with? And a lot of us, we get so comfortable with the people that we're with all the time that we never get outside of our bounds. We never stretch ourselves. Yeah, it's true. And I want to be uncomfortable with people that I should be with yeah, because they stretch me. And you I don't ha- want to be the smartest one in the room. <laughs> no, Can we you say don't. it like that? <laughs> like you, we intentionally need to put ourselves in situation in circles around friends and f- people that are doing better than you're doing, who you admire, who you look up to, who you can learn from, because that's what makes us grow. So let me let me say this. Success is what I've done for myself. Significance is what I've done for others. Mm. And I personally, I don't want to just live a life of success. I want to live a life of significance. I want to live yes. a life that lives on because significance happens yeah. when you are impacting others, other yeah. people. It's not self-focused. So let's work on this today. Um, let's work on some success uh, stabilizers because the greatest detriment to tomorrow's success is today's success. Hmm. Wow. You just throwing truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here going, mm, wow. I'm going I'm to say mm. it again. Say it again. The greatest detriment to tomorrow's success, <laughs> you're tripping me out, honey, is today's success. So here's the first um, thing that success produces, and you ready for it? Power. Power. Man, when you get successful. So yeah. And you, get you get to powerful. do things other people can't do. And that's Power. bad. You know why? Because yeah, we are bad. all sinful. Yeah. I'm, I have a natural bent towards sin. You do as well. Mm-hmm. And so when you start experiencing power, watch out. It's very easy for Dangerous. you to get unstable. Yeah. And so what stabilizes a person when they are experiencing the power of success? I have the answer. Go for it, hon. Accountability. Okay accountability. We all need accountability in our lives. Chris, you said, yeah, I was just going to say, I heard you say like, you don't care who you are to trust you. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what you're saying, but I do know what I'm saying here when it comes to accountability, that accountability is mass. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. (laughs) All right, say, <laughs> oh, wise one. <laughs> my, my <laughs> you wrote it wrong on my notes. Oh, I was no. trying to follow that. All right, what, what do you got there, hon? Tell me. You basically said that <laughs> we don't care who you are. Yeah. We don't trust you if you're not accountable to someone. Oh, that's exactly right. Like if you right. won't be accountable, if you won't submit to some accountability, willingly say like, I'll let you check out like what I'm doing look into what I'm doing, ask me questions, question me, like, then we, we, I lose trust in you. Everyone needs accountability. It's so important because we all are bent towards sin and accountability keeps us stable. When that power starts happening, because yeah. when you start getting successful, you start you thinking, think like, I don't I'm know. powerful. And I can I don't do what I want to do. What I'm doing or where I'm at. I or, don't trust somebody that's not accountable. That's what I don't trust them. Exactly what I'm I don't saying. trust yeah. them. Listen, um, the reality is, is that you will be accountable someday. 
You're going to be accountable here on earth or you're going to be accountable in heaven when you stand before yeah. God. Let's start right so here. This feels easier. Accountability on earth yeah. prepares you for accountability in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we need it. You need it and I need it. All of us do. I mean, it's so good. It's massively important. Because again, all of us, I remember I had a mentor in my life say to me one time, he said, you are one step away from stupid, Chris. <laughs> you're not a mile away. You're not three months away. You're not a week away. You're yeah. not a day away. You are one moment, one step away from stupid. We all are. And accountability helps stabilize you so that you don't take that stupid step and ruin <laughs> your life. Say. Yeah. So good. So, I mean, here's some questions that you need to ask your uh, your account. And if you don't have somebody in your life like this, you need to get someone. How about this question? When, when was the last time you ever asked somebody, hey, what do you see in me? Like, like really, what do you see inside of me? Uh, how about this one? What character flaws do I have that you see that don't add up? Listen, it... it we, we, you should be somebody that it shouldn't bother you to be accountable. Mm-hmm. But you should welcome it because... Yeah. Now, there's a difference between a coach and a critic. A critic is the one that knows you the least or tries to define you the most. But a coach or a mentor... Knows you somebody really that well. somebody loves you. Yeah, and when they're pointing these you. things out to you, they're doing it for it's one for reason. Benefit. They want you to thrive, to yeah. grow. They see it's this So true. You. And I'm glad you said that because people's perspective about this matters. But having being accountable to someone who's not just jabbing and hurting and wounding, they're doing it with the intent to make you better. Yeah, they want you better. That's important. And so oftentimes we judge ourselves by our intentions, but we judge others by their actions. That's so true. Mm -hmm. Because we've all done things like that we shouldn't have done. Our actions didn't add up, but our intention behind it was actually like good. Like we gave, made an excuse, made up a reason and we don't judge ourselves that way. But when we see someone else's bad action and we don't know their intention, we're just often quick to judge. Listen, people get stupid around you when you're good. (laughs) When you're successful. When you have success, everyone's just like, Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. But the reality is, is that you have a natural bent towards sin. Yeah. There is, uh, there are areas of your life that you can improve in. Yeah. There's, uh, we all that have blind power spots. power begins to trick your mind. To thinking, yeah. To thinking that you're something that you're really not. And then you add to that, that people get stupid around you when you're successful. So they'll start agreeing with everything that you say and you become the emperor without clothes on. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? You know yeah. that story. Yep. Nobody wants to be that. No, so... One of the stabilizers, well, the stabilizer to power that comes because of success mm-hmm. is accountability. Yeah. You need it. Here's the second one. I'll tell you what, what, what happens when you're successful. Money comes. You get money. Mm-hmm. So what keeps you solid and stable when you're making the big bucks? That's a great question. Tell them, hon. Generosity does. Becoming a person who is extremely generous will balance out all the money that you may be making because of your success balances out or counters the greed that our the sinful nature in all of us wants to hoard and keep for yourself the opposite of that is to just become very generous remember this I satan and stingy both start with s Ooh. <laughs> 
God <laughs> and generous. Okay, good. I thought- both start with G. Yes. You want to be like God? Be generous. Yes. You want to be like Satan? Be, be stingy. stingy. No. Hey, that's a good one to teach your kids. I'm always looking for little nuggets like that for moms who are listening. Yeah. I used to tell our kids something that reminded me of, like, you're helping your kids with perspective on how they see who Jesus is and how they see, like, who the devil is. And so just remembering stingy is being like Satan, but generous is being like God. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's good. And remember, cats... And oh, Satan, stop. spiders, and scorpions will all be in hell someday. Hallelujah. Oh, no, but, but think about this. Um, when it comes to money, the thing that stabilizes you is your generosity. We need to be people that are of irrational generosity. That's why, uh, that's why we need to be tithers. Yeah. It, it reminds us that we don't rule the roost. It reminds us that our money is not our own, but we are just stewards of it all because it doesn't belong to us. It belongs to it belongs to God. Yeah. And what happens is, is we start getting we get start getting more. I'm telling you, when you when you're successful, money comes. So many people worry about money, 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 money. No, no, no. You you be the person that is focused on doing what God's called you to do. You be successful in that, and God will provide. But when it comes to um generosity it's not always just being generous with your money how about relationships mm-hmm. you know the pluses and minus people in your life there are people that you hang around That's so true that they suck the light they're like vampires like yeah <laughs> they're the takers and then there's those people who we all love and we want to be like and those are people who are putting deposits they're so generous with their with their words and and very um, much givers and very much um, supporting, encouraging, speaking life. They are for you. They are with you. Man, and, that's who. And we you know be. who they are in your yeah. in your life. And yeah. you want you want to be just like that person. You're either lifting people up or you're leaning on people and wearing them down. Mm-hmm. And you get an opportunity today to choose what you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. So instead of being caught up in yourself and money and all this, we're going to be generous. We're going to be, in fact, um, let me talk to you about some generosity, uh, some different kinds of generosity. Here's the first one. It's open-hearted generosity. This has everything to do with lifting people up. So every day I try to intentionally add value to people. Mm -hmm. I will every day, and you know this, I will try to find five people that I add value to. Every day. You're good at it, baby. So if I, and, and, and you can be one of them. Our kids could be one. Maybe it's a staff member. Maybe it's a waitress or a waiter at, at a restaurant. It could be uh, somebody in the church that I, I will send a message to, an email, a handwritten yeah, card. makes such a difference. I want to find people where I serve them and I add value to them and walk away. Expecting nothing in response, nothing in return. Mm-hmm. That's open-hearted generosity. I love that. Open heart. It comes and without expectation no, that you're not, you're not doing something back for me. It's just, I want to be don't good you, to you. Don't you, doesn't that bother you sometimes? People are like, hey, I'm doing this for you. But now you need to make sure you do something for me. Yeah. I'd rather you not do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just keep that? Because I don't, don't want to be like That's great in, in a marriage relationship. <laughs> Like, it's think if great. I did things, no, to not do that. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying it's great. I was like, hold no, on. Imagine if I did things for you going, hey, I did now, this. I did this, this, and this. You better do this, this, and this. Yeah. Well, that's not a loving relationship. Yeah. 
That's why we need to have an open heart generosity. I need you do a great job at this. You do a great job of trying to outserve me in our relationship. It's just open. It's not where I'm attaching something to it that I expect you to do this now because you did that. No, it's just open. Here's the second one, and that's opened mind generosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this deals, you can read about it in Isaiah 32 and verse 8, but this is where you give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. This is where you take the higher ground. You're not getting back at them. You're going to have an open mind towards believing the best about them, not judging them just on their actions, but we don't know their intentions. It's taking the, it's taking the high, high road. road. Yeah. And the high road has a toll booth on that road. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you to do it, it's so but it's true. worth the cost. Yeah, Take it. Roll with it. it. It means traveling the extra mile for that person. Didn't, didn't Paul make the statement? He said, whatever things are, are good and trustworthy and, and admirable. admirable. And yep. Think on these things and excellent, praiseworthy. So like when I look at you and if there's ever something that we have a disagreement on, mm-hmm. I want to always give you the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and think, okay, no, she really means it like this. Yeah. And you do the same we thing for me. We try to do me. that, yeah. We're not perfect at it. Not quite. You're probably better at that than I oh, am. Oh, honey. I don't know about that. Hey, here's a little marriage tip for you, for all you that are listening. In marriage, you can either be one or the one that won. Ooh! Put that on the marriage certificate. <laughs> you need to learn that before you get married. <laughs> because if you're the one that won, guess what? Nobody won. You both lost. Nobody won then. Good. Listen, uh, let me just say this one. This is so important. It bothers me. It bothers me when I see Christians attacking other Christians. Yeah, me too. It's so annoying. Drives me nuts. You remember this thing that came out recently on uh, Discovery? It was like the 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 demise or the downfall of a megachurch, and they just blasted uh, Hillsong. Yeah. I saw so many Christians that jumped on that bandwagon because uh, the pastor there, Brian Houston, had done some things that were incorrect. In question. Yeah. We don't, yeah. Yeah. People just jumped on it and they just began to roast him. And it's the, it's the biggest tragedy in my mind yeah. what happens God in the Christian us. world. Because yeah. here's what, this guy has had like 40 years of amazing ministry. And yeah, he's done some stupid things, but then we think, well, that must discredit everything that he's ever done. Yeah. Not at all. And then people jump on, and they just you just throw them away like garbage. And the world looks at that and says, "Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that." <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna do this. This this, <sighs> this is not okay. And We're not here to attack each other. You know, like who here can cast the first stone? If you've not ever sinned, you throw the rock first. Listen, and we're not. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're going down con- a trail. We're not condoning leadership that there shouldn't be a higher standard for pastors and for leaders. But if our expectation is that we're going to follow a man who's never going to fail, then we're putting our hope in the wrong thing. Like mm-hmm. we're following Jesus who's never going to fail. And, and what men would are Jesus not going to be perfect. Think, yeah. think about this. What if, what if Jesus, so let me just say this. What if Jesus would have treated some of these guys the way that so many Christians do? Yes. Think about Peter. He betrayed Jesus. He literally denied Jesus, yeah. which is, I don't know a lot of other pastors who are doing that. Like they've, we've all failed in some way, but Peter literally said, I don't know him. Yep. And guess what? Jesus came looking for him. 
And 40 days later, Peter was preaching on the day of Pentecost. The Lord used him. 3,000 people get saved. If a month been, later. If it had been most, most places, that guy would have been... <laughs> now, I don't, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have accountability and there doesn't need to be follow-through. No, we're just and, talking about that. But Peter repented. He he fell at the Jesus' feet and said, I'm not worthy. And he acknowledged and he, he pushed through all that. Listen, I'm so glad Jesus wasn't like so many Christians today when they mess up. For me, I'm going to save my bullets for the devil, mm-hmm. not another believer. In fact... Leaders don't run away from problems. They run to problems. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And if I ever hear of another pastor We want to be the up, first one to run to I'm going to be the first guy to go yeah. over there, run around, and put my arm around them and say, dude, I'm going to stand with you. Yes. Listen, I, I know you messed. Who can, listen, I'm going to stand with you. It doesn't discredit your 20 years, your 10 years, your 15 yeah. years of ministry. Yeah. You did a lot of good for the kingdom. Yeah, you botched up here. Yeah, Let, let's let's the Lord's bandage you back you. up. You, we're gonna forgive you. Let's walk this out. Let's get this. Let's, let's heal. get you back let's on grow. track, dude. Yeah, because the calling of God is without repentance. And can I just encourage everyone listening to me right now? Be that kind of a leader. Be that kind of a friend. That kind of a person. Yeah, that when somebody fails, when they sin, when they fall, they don't feel the judgment. They don't feel the finger pointing. They don't feel the, hear the gossip. There's, they're knowing like, you know what? I've, the shame is already heavy enough. Yeah, they already feel it. They already it's lost for so much. Can you just love me? So let me just say this. How many of you have ever had a day in your life that you wish nobody ever knew about? That's such a good question. Huh? Think about it. All of y'all. Everyone. Me and Chris are here with our yeah. hands raised. Yeah. Everybody has a day that you think. Probably the only difference no between you and them is that they got caught. Yeah. That's the only difference. How many of you have ever had a day in your life that you wish nobody else ever knew about? And the fact is that they had a public platform. They, Yeah, did, did they miss it? Whatever. Hey, this is that open-hearted generosity. This is that believing the best. That's standing with other people. And again, when when success comes your way, mm-hmm. the, um, the first thing you begin to experience is power. And the stabilizer to that is accountability. Mm-hmm. Second thing is you're going to experience money. Money is going to come your way. And the stabilizer of that is generosity. Be generous yes. with your time. Be generous with your finances. Be generous uh, with relationships. So good. Right on? So good. Well, hey, everybody, uh, we've got so many more of these to cover. I hope that you were gleaning some good things out of this today. I will look forward to seeing you guys back here Next We're gonna pick it up week. next week. We'll continue. Because I've got I've we've got a number of these yeah. ones here, and I hope that you really enjoyed today and that we added value to your life. So everyone, we love you. God Thanks bless you all. Bye. Bye-bye.